0: Hey guys, welcome to She Knows Arsenal. My name is Jessica and I'm your host and you can follow me on Twitter at It's Chessino. Arsenal 1, Real 2. Probably one of the most disappointing games I've ever watched as an Arsenal fan and that's saying a lot because we were disappointed a lot. I see that the crucial away goal has given a lot of people... I don't want to call it false hope now, but I just feel like has soften the blow and quite frankly I couldn't give a crap about that that crucial away goal. We were absolutely horrendous today and we didn't deserve anything out of that game. I've never been more disappointed in this team than today. And that's saying a lot. You know, I just out of Roma, Villarreal, Manchester United and Arsenal we're the team that needs this the most and we played like the team that didn't want it at all and i'm tired of watching this team go into games with zero intensity zero urgency a lack of a game plan and an inability to be flexible and to make changes early so that we don't get freaking red cards that are just so obvious that we're gonna get you know we'll get on to our teta in a minute but I just want to start with the freaking lineup. So I see the lineup and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, we're playing with a false nine and this could be a little bit dangerous and risky, you know, because we're not man city. So we're not the type of team that can really play this way. Um, We need a focal point. We're not good enough. And exactly what I thought would happen happened where we didn't have anybody in between pretty much The the box, there was nobody near the penalty box. There was nobody in the middle of the field. So I'm not quite sure how we were supposed to score goals. We didn't have a single shot on goal besides the the penalty. We didn't have a single shot on goal. It wasn't working. It, It wasn't working. It was obvious it wasn't working. And you could have probably anticipated it not working because even City yesterday against PSG, a team that's light years ahead of us, struggled to play with the false nine. For the first half of that game. So why on earth are we doing it? Bombing and, and Martinelli were on the bench and we needed a striker. We did a lot to keep Martinelli from p- playing and it didn't work. You know, and sometimes your game plan doesn't work, but you need to make changes quick. You need to make changes quick. It wasn't freaking working. It was obvious. Not a single shot on goal until the freaking penalty. We looked dead. The front four was dead. All of it was dead. The team was playing like, like it was a scrimmage or it was a practice. Guess what? It's, it's, this is real. We're, it's going now. Villarreal, although I think they slipped towards the end, played like the team that needed to win the Europa League. They were intense. They had urgency. They were smarter than us. And they played with their own natural instinct. You know, natural instincts count for something. And this Arsenal team doesn't play with their natural instincts. They play very robotic, a very sterile-like way. And I can't help but feel like that's from Arteta. I cannot help but feel that way. I said before the game that I felt like this was a strange game to have Danny Sabios play in because he's not concentrating on us. Uh, he doesn't know where his future lies and... In the the week where he says that he'd rather be in La Liga and it suits him better, this is not a game I would have played him in. I wouldn't have. And it proved that. He was absolutely horrendous. He was a liability in this game. Before the red card, he was horrendous. He was getting bypassed every couple of minutes. And Villarreal's midfield is not that good. That he was just getting bypassed. And then he gets a yellow card, and you can see he's the, he's the type of player that is just reckless. You know, when he gets to a point where he's decided that I'm just going to do whatever I want, he gets reckless. Right after halftime, he he makes a stupid foul. Probably could have got a yellow, probably was more of a yellow than the foul that he got that became a, a red card. And then he gets the red card. And we all could have seen it happening. Why is Danny Ceballos still out there after halftime anyway? You could tell it wasn't working. Then we're down to 10 men, and we're just horrendous. Even at 10 men, like 10 versus 10, Villarreal was still outplaying us. They were easily bypassing our midfield, getting into our box, and getting chances. The entire game, they were bypassing us. They were getting passed because we weren't pressing them. We had said before the game that because we had Pepe, and Millsmith rowe Saka, and Odegaard up there, that was a pressy front four. They didn't press at all. That front 4 didn't press at all. So they were easily bypassing them, easily bypassing Danny Ceballos and, and Thomas Party, who we'll get onto it in a second, and easily getting into our box and getting chances. What kind of shit is that? I'm, I cannot excuse this performance. And we cannot just say it's the players. Arteta was standing there like a statue, like, I can't believe this isn't working. I could have told you in the first 10 minutes it wasn't working. You should have been making changes in the for, the first forty five minutes. After halftime, we should have seen, seen major changes. It wasn't working. It wasn't just we need to tinker and 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 change a couple things. It was it's fundamentally not working, you know. So I don't really know. I thought Pepe was our only danger. Emil Smith Rowe, Saka, and Odegaard were sleepwalking through that game. I know. I love Bukayo Saka. I love Emil Smith Rowe, and this is why. Like. For Arsenal football club to be relying on 22, 20 year olds, and 19-year-olds is ridiculous. They're always gonna have games like this. They're 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 prone to not being ready to play in these types of games. But we don't have anybody that we can rely on. And that's a big huge that's a that's an issue. As much as I think that you know Saka, Millsmith Royal, Odegaard were not great. I don't, I can't feel I can't really get on them because. It's natural for young players to not be consistent. And when they have a lot of pressure on them and after the week that has gone by, I I cannot be like that mad at them, but players that I can be upset about are players like Danny Ceballos, who has enough, he has enough experience to not be an idiot. But then you have players like Thomas party. I've backed this guy so much and He infuriated me today to like, literally the point where I'm like, am I just, am I seeing something that I don't see? Like, that's not real. The guy looked like he couldn't be asked. He looked like he couldn't be asked. Like he looked like he literally could not care. And my thing is, is like, when you, I bet this guy, but he was absolutely horrendous. He's the most experienced and probably the best player out there on that pitch on both teams. There's nobody, there was not a single player, more there's not a. There was only one world-class player on that pitch, and that was Thomas Party one. And he played the worst out of everybody. He looked like there's one thing to bad pass here, bad shot there, but the effort level was on the floor. The, the guy is just, I can excuse the injuries, but I can't excuse the, the, the fact that you didn't look like you could even be bothered to play in this game. You know, it's just – I hate to be emotional like this, but, like, literally, I cannot, I cannot understand this team. Like, they're going to be the death of me, and probably a lot of us, because I don't care about that away goal. We're finished. Like, we're done. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Manchester United, I had somebody tell me on a stream just the other day that we are right behind Manchester United. Newsflash, they're in second, we're in tenth. They beat Roma 6-2. We're struggling. We lost to Villarreal 2-1. We're nowhere near. We're so off the pace. We're so behind. And I think, yes, I understand that Thomas Partey did some things okay, but the effort level, the the fact that he looked like he – you can't play the way you play against West Ham in the second half. You can't play the way you play against Manchester United. You can't play those ways. You can't play the way you played against Liverpool in the Champions League. And then tell me – the performance that I saw today was just what I should expect from him. No, I expect more. I do. I expect more. And today was the day that made me think, wow, I'm betting on the wrong horse. I am an absolute idiot thinking this guy is going to come in and do something when he can't even be asked. He can't be asked. You know, it's just I don't know. They, they were playing beneath the surface. They didn't look like. They needed to win this game and they they most certainly do. So I just, I don't know, you guys, I don't know. Like I'm shocked. And don't let that away go fool you. We are not, I don't think we're getting to the final. My, my my expectation is for us to crash out next week because these guys are playing like they could not give a toss about this game. They're playing like people that have already, like, oh, we're in the league. We're in sixth place, no problem. You're in 10th. You are in 10th place. You need to win this. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And just getting on Arteta, like, I think he's a good coach. I think he's good on the training pitch and he, he he can get them to understand his ideas and practice, but they're not coming off in the game. And I don't like that. They're not, they're not playing with their natural instinct. They're playing like players that are thinking too much. And it's just not that difficult. Just go to the ball, pass to feet, run. Did you see a single player out there sprint today? Did you? No, because they're not playing with their natural instincts. They're all being coached to stay in this little circumference, to stay in the little spots, don't get out of position. And so we're not naturally getting second balls. We're not naturally getting third balls. We're getting beat to every single thing and we're being bodied off of balls like it's just it's pathetic. You know, so. This overthought way of playing is making the players so stiff. You know, and I understand that maybe he feels like he needs to be overly structured because these players are not good enough, but when you take away the aspect of players being able to be urgent and be in the moment, you take something away from them. That to me that's the main reason why teams like West Ham and Aston Villa are above us in Leeds because they they play with heart, energy, urgency. They play We don't play. We exist within a game and allow it to pass us by. And if the other team doesn't allow us to play our game, we're finished. Teams that lose to us only lose to us because they don't allow they they allowed us to play our game. If you just press up, press us, don't let us get the ball. We won't be able to bypass the press because our our players are not technically gifted enough and are also not athletic enough to run past you. And you win the ball up high and you just continue to go into our box because our, our players do not play with natural instinct. They don't play with the instinct to like, oh, shit, there's the ball. Let me block it. It's well, I'm supposed to be in this little spot in this little corner. And if I move out of here, head is going to be mad. Just go to the freaking ball. Just go to the ball. Like this is ridiculous. They, there needs to be some sort of compromise between playing structured and making sure people are accountable and are in their position and playing with natural instinct. No natural instinct, just, it kills it off, you know? And Arteta just showed everything about this game showed the flaws in Arteta, every single thing. Tinkering in the biggest game of the season, trusting players that should not be trust, like Danny Sabayo's, not making quick enough subs and allowing them to get red cards when you could just tell it was going to happen. This, everything that's wrong with Arteta was in this game. And I'm having a hard time. I cannot, I can't. I can't back him today. I really, really can't. This was a horrendous, horrendous performance. And I say this with all sincerity, you guys. I just, that away goal doesn't mean anything to me because we play worse at home than we play away. Even if we were to squeak by, do you think we're going to beat Manchester United? They have booked a ticket into the final. They've already secured top four. They beat Roma six to two. If we're not going to win, it doesn't even matter if we get to the final doesn't matter. This is ridiculous. I just I don't understand this team. I don't get it. I don't understand anything about it. You know, it's just wow, you know, so let me get to some of these comments. I know you guys have been going ham in the comments, but I just yeah. Milton says, "Going to make the excuse for Arteta. Forget about reports. I bet we didn't have a healthy striker other than Martinelli and Eddie. He won't do that to Gabrielle. Yeah, but that doesn't ex- that that just that doesn't excuse keeping Daddy Sabios on the field. It doesn't excuse a lot of things. Tinkering, playing a false nine. The last time we played a false nine, it was an absolute failure. And then you choose to do it in the biggest game of the season, and it's failing." From from it, that's one excuse, but it's not enough. Sorry. Yo-Yo says William has been frozen out. Gabriel has lost his place. Party is now open to heavy criticism. Why do people believe Arteta should sign more players? I don't know, but I've yet to see a player come in and do better. Um, that's something that I'm kind of noticing. Like, because Thomas Party is a world class player. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I think he's 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 one of the best players that I've seen in a long time in that position. And before coming to Arsenal, he was at the top of his game. And now he looks so average. Gabrielle was also much better at Lille. He looks average now. So I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I really, I want to kind of stay away from the my thoughts about Arteta in totality, because I can say things that I may not really feel because I'm a little bit emotional right now. But yeah. the 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 fact that some of these players are they're worse now that they signed for arsenal is really 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 crazy new dog game says um i called it jess i told you we'd lose 2-1 yeah you did you called it you called it i thought it would be 2-1 the other way but hey you know sean says Sokka dive to get the penalty i i don't care what he did to have to get that penalty to be honest um Djog says party is alone and he needs another good midfielder too. Yeah, he does. He's not the type of player that can play on his own in the midfield. But my issue is I know what it looks like when you're playing 110% and I didn't get that. And I don't care how bad you're playing, how many bad passes you do and how much maybe you don't rate the manager and you don't rate whatever. Like I expect you to still give 110% because that's what the fans deserve. If anything, we deserve better than what we saw from him today. So I'm not going to let him off the hook in, in Rhea. I do agree with this, but um, he couldn't be asked today. He he couldn't be asked. Aaron says, who's the blame for these players approach one man Arteta. Yeah. I still starting games slowly and lack of intensity and is something that has really become a common theme under Arteta. And I have to believe it's, it's something that he's telling them to do to be so structured and robotic that their natural instincts aren't coming out and natural instincts is sometimes what you have to rely on when you're not as good as other teams, like your ability to jump on um, half chances, your ability to get second balls, you know, things like that. And we don't do any of those things. We'll cross it into the box. And if it's not the perfect cross, Nobody's even running into the box. And that's problematic for me because in cup competitions, in, in in sport in general, luck is a big part of that. And we don't get a lot of luck because we don't roll the dice. We're very risk adverse, but yet and still we're still making mistakes. So I'd almost rather be less risk adverse and throw a little bit more forward sometimes just so that we could get some things going our way. It's just there's there's a lack of natural, you know, natural movements and natural things. And a lot of these players are being asked to do things that are completely out of their skill set. I just want to say also that every single time that we play with Rob Holding being the captain, we don't play well. Rob Holding is not somebody that needs to be captain on Arsenal at Arsenal Football Club. Um, he's a player that I do feel like we need to move away from. If he's the fourth, fifth choice, that's perfectly fine. But the guy's just not good enough. And he's also a liability in in the offensive penalty box as well. The kid can't even get the ball on target. I like Rob Holding as a person. He's probably a nice guy, probably a funny guy. But he symbolizes the mediocrity at this club, the fact that he's been here for six years or five six years or some craziness like that and he's still i mean he's captaining the squad in the most important game of the season and why you know like why it's just and you have somebody like william saliba just chilling in knees you know i just oof, it just it 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 doesn't make sense um jay said i'm not quite out but mismanaged bullshit like today will get me pretty quickly. I mean, I was feeling myself really turning in the middle of the game in the middle of the game. I was very much. So like, this guy's got to go. I think, and I said this, um, I don't know where I said this, but Arteta was a bad appointment period for a team in our position. After Arsene Wenger, we needed a strong personality to come in. We needed somebody who knew what they were doing. the, we we didn't, it with limited funds and just a bad team in general, the last thing we needed to do was bring in somebody who didn't know anything about managing a, a team. And we made him a coach, and then we made him a manager. So we've made so many bad decisions. KSE, the executives, have made so many bad decisions. And there's a bucket in my head of bad decisions that have been made in the last couple of years in particular, um, keeping Arsene Wenger too long, um, hiring Unai Emery, allowing Raul to take control of our transfers, Ivan Gizitas, um, so many different things. Buying Pepe. I like Pepe, but he was also a mistake. And Arteta is also going to go in that bin for me because um, you just don't put a club of our of our stature in this type of position. I like Arteta, but I think he's a good idea for a club that doesn't have as much um does, is not in such a bad position and is not in such a dire position financially and historically as well. And he, he would do better in a, in a club that doesn't have as much um, writing on every single game. You know, he needs, he cannot be learning on the job at Arsenal. So my thing is, I always think about it from where we are right now. I can't go back in history and get rid of Arteta, but Arteta was a horrendous hire and, this not he's not a horrendous person he's not a bad coach he's just not the coach that we needed in the situation that we're in and i really hope that ksc the executives somebody can understand that because we are on the precipice of being in such where we can never come back if we don't make the right decisions in the summer i don't think he's under any pressure i know that there's some result or some you know reports coming out that if we don't win the Europa league he'll be sacked i think that that's just very opportunistic of kse to say that now like oh if he were not to win then we're going to do the right thing and all this kind of stuff should have done the right thing two coaches ago we needed somebody better to come in after arsen Wenger that the the players and the the fans and everybody could get behind that had some experience behind them and you gave us a complete novice coach who's doing novice shit and now we're looking at 10th place and we're going to get kicked out of the Europa League next week. Um, if, if we got away with this, I would be very shocked. And to be quite honest, I don't think we have a chance of beating Manchester United, even if we got into the final. This team is just dead. And they showed that today. I can't even be. I can't even be. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't be positive about it because I just know we're not. We're not there. We're just not there. Newdon says the pitch was horrendous. plus slipping nonstop, but it wasn't raining. Via Real drenched the pitch on purpose to disrupt us. I don't know. I, I don't know about that, to be honest. Um, C. C. Wald says I think Ancelotti and Arteta should have gotten each other's jobs. I mean, that was said when when Arteta was hired. It was that Ancelotti should have been coming to us? and Arteta should have been going to Everton. I just think that our, the Cronkies were never going to pay Ancelotti because it's not just about is the, is the coach interested. So you have to identify the right coach. You have to have an attractive project. You have to be able to pay them or be willing to pay them what they're worth and better coaches cost more money. And then you have to also give them assurances on the amount of money that you're going to be able to give them to turn over the squad. And none of those – Things were going to get done under KSE. They were not. They were. They're unable to identify the right person. They're not willing to pay what what's required to get a world class manager in. And they were never going to give assurances on the 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 type of money that would need to be available to Ancelotti to basically turn over the squad. So they chose Arteta, and Everton chose Ancelotti because Uzmanov is going to give Ancelotti money. So even though Everton is pretty mediocre, so are we. But they're going to go again in the summer. Leeds going to go again. Aston Villa is going to go again. West Ham is going to go again. Where are we going to be? Are we going to go again? No, because if we should be more aggressive than anybody else over the summer, because we actually have to be up in the top four. But I just have a feeling we're just going to bottle it. And, you know, after the whole ESL thing for us to play the way that we did against Everton and then play the way we did today, I cannot wait for the season to be over. I know that sounds horrendous, and you know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't wait for the season to be over. Last season was horrendous. This season is worse, you know? So I don't know. You guys, in the in the comment section and the chat box, I just want to kind of get a, a good idea of what you guys are thinking. How many of you guys, it, just let me know in the chat box, are you Arteta out, or would you be willing to give him another chance? If you would give him another chance and you think he should stay, What is your reasoning for it? I would like to know because after today, I just, I really need to sleep on it because I hate to say things that I would regret later, but I'm not feeling optimistic about this appointment. I think it was a mistake and it's panning out to be one. And I'm not sure if he has what's required to get us out of the mess that we're in because make no mistake about it. We are in a bad, bad position right now. And um, it's just getting worse and worse day by day. You know, so in the chat box, let me know. Are you Arteta in? Are you t- Arteta out? And if you're Arteta in, let me know why you would still give him a chance. Let's see. Let's see. Sean says Arteta out. Tomia. Tomia I hope I got that right. Arteta out. D-Jog says Arteta out. Um, New Dawn Game says give Arteta two more transfer windows. So You would allow him to continue on. That's interesting because Yo-Yo has also, I think Yo-Yo put that out, that it's true. The players are getting worse. You know, players that are coming in are getting worse. So you would let him get better players. And do you think that he would get the best out of them? Don one says still Arteta in only just, so you're just hanging on by a thread. You guys let me know, are you Arteta in or Arteta out? And if you're Arteta in, let me know why. Henrik says Arteta gonna get the next season, so Arteta in for now. C. Wilder says in still at the moment, but massive. But I'm a massive softy. Okay. DJ says Arteta is arrogant. Out, out, out. Sean says Arteta out. We can't seem to predict what style of play. Yeah, I don't. I still don't. I kind of saw what we were trying to do, but we veered away from that, and now I don't really know what our style of play is. We change our style of play every single. Couple of games. Once somebody figures out what we're doing, we change again, and that's hard to keep up. Paul says, even if he wins, he sh- wins it. He should go. Dev said, Arteta is way too green. He may be good in the future, but the job is just too big to- for him. I agree. Um, he is very green, and I-, I do think that he can be a good coach and be not what we need. You know, so when you say Arteta is, is not the right man for the job. It doesn't really have much to do with what I think he's doing on the training pitch. It's about the results and the fact that I'm watching this team go out here and have zero energy, no, no, get and go, no confidence, no anything. And that has to, at some point come down to the coaching because I I'm seeing it more and more often. And although I don't think the players are good enough, I'm having a hard time figuring out how Arteta is going to get them in a position to do better It seems like he almost is making them worse in a way. And I hate to say that. Um, Mark says Arteta out like a light as I've backed Arteta, but now he needs to win Europa to keep his job. No chances at halftime or no changes at halftime was the final straw. And that just shows you the levels, you know, as much as I don't rate Emery super highly, I think he made a change at halftime and that showed how desperate you know, he was, you know, to kind of win the game or at least make a change that would be positive for his team. And Arteta stuck with what wasn't working and we could have all seen that Ceballos was going to get that red card and he got it and it's just silly. And I don't really want to slag Ceballos off, but... You know, buddy, you're talking about you want to go back to La Liga and stuff. I just don't think his mind is here anymore because his his future is up in the air. He doesn't. He's 24 years old. He's not making the Euros for Spain, and um, he's just not somebody that's been great this season. And he played a couple of decent games, and then he's starting in the most important game of our season. And it's just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't let everyone realize that. Yoyo says was never Arteta in slash out Arteta why his appointment and promotion made no sense well Raul's parting gift yeah I mean was Raul a part of it because I think Raul wanted Emery to stay I know Raul was in the is was in the room but part of me feels like KSC just was really glamored or dazzled by what Arteta was saying because he was saying all the right things you know he was going to get us to play this way of playing and you know, he's probably okay with getting less money and less funds and all this kind of stuff. And that's right up the crunky's alley. And he hasn't been able to deliver on any of that stuff. AK Gunner says, "Just no more trust the process. We cannot waste another season with our Tetra robotic style. Poor man management and in-game management is not good enough. He does not play to our players' strengths. Yeah. I mean, just the way that they don't look comfortable or confident in what they're doing is leading me to believe that they're doing things that are outside of their skill set or they can't do it at a high level. You know, it's easy to to overpower and play us maybe a style that's not the best style against Slavia Prague and Benfica and teams like this. But Villarreal is definitely a couple steps above them and they showed that. You know, all they had to do is run a little bit harder than us, tackle a little bit harder than us, and just be a little bit more direct. And they were in our box easy. You know, every single time they got the ball, they were pretty much in our box. And we I w- I'm very excited or not excited, but I'm interested to see what our touch map touch map looked like in their box because I can count on one hand, you know, probably the times that we were actually in their box. And we had one shot on goal, and that was literally from the penalty. That's unacceptable for Arsenal Football Club to be pretty blunt and sterile up top when you have Bakayo Saka, Pepe, Emil Smith-Rowe out on the field in Odegaard and we're not doing a very good job selling the pro- project to Odegaard. Wouldn't be surprised if he has absolutely no interest in being at Arsenal. And if I was him, a young player that has the whole world ahead of him, why would I sign up for this? Like, this is not a good, Hey, come to us, come, come play with us. Like, I don't know how Arteta is getting these people to, to, to sign their futures onto this kind of crop. This is abysmal. Dev says um, Arteta tries to imitate Pep's tactics, but he doesn't have the squad that Pep has. And that's exactly right. Like Pep really struggled in the first half of the game against PSG yesterday because he did something pretty similar. He played a false nine and they had a hard time figuring out a way to penetrate the box against PSG. PSG did a very good job of being really organized. They got an early goal and, um, you know, it just, it was one of those things where you could just kind of tell, like, okay, this whole false nine thing only works in certain situations. And if you can figure out a way to get keep them from being able to do quick passes in the box, like you pretty much got them. They're light years ahead of us. So when I saw that we were playing with a false nine, I was like, Oh my gosh, this could go so wrong. And it did. It really, really did. And the last time we played a false nine with William of all people, it was horrendous, you know. So I agree um frenatomy Frenatomy. franatomi i hope i said that right <laughs> arteta out he doesn't react fast enough when the game needs change i mean he's saying that he's reactionary would be kind because he really reacts you know he's very i wait into the very last minute to make any sort of changes and that's um that's one of the biggest things, but he hasn't changed and he doesn't look like he's interested in, you know, doing anything different, you know. So I think that's who he is. And if that's the case, then that's problematic. I don't really like coaches that don't make changes because, you know, when you switch tactics from day to day to day to day and you don't really have the best squad in the world, then you have to be more flexible than coaches like Pep, you know, or even Ar- Arson at his, in his, you know, the top, because they can beat anybody, you know, they're playing at a high level. So you can almost bet that it's going to work, you know, because you're better than everybody. We're not. His tactics work sometimes and sometimes they don't. So you have to have different ways of beating teams and you have to be more flexible and you have to be proactive and not reactionary. And he is just all of the things that it just screams arrogance you know and you don't have the right to be arrogant you know you're you haven't done anything yet mm. you know so let's see Yo-Yo says arteta is passive his talk doesn't hide his cowardice he threw on Willie and nanni in the fi- final min- minutes yeah for sure he just wanted to keep that i would I, in his post match he's probably saying how we're still in it and all this kind of stuff we're not <laughs> Sean said Arteta is a poundland pep. It's embarrassing how he tries to copy pep. Yeah, it's not great. Um, This could be a blessing in disguise for Arsenal could force Kroenke to sell. I mean, I don't know if they'll sell, but I mean, it could force them maybe to rethink sticking with Arteta long term. You know, if they're not going to give him funds to give him a super team that only the worst manager in the world could could ruin then if the, this squad is going to be relatively the same next season, they may want to rethink it because this this group is not going to get much better. You can't make Rob Holding much better. Aubameyang not going to improve that much. You know, Granite Jack is not going to improve that much. We've gotten as much as we can out of this squad. So if he, they're not going to provide him with a lot of funds and we're not going to buy good players that can fit in the system, then we might need to bring in a coach that can work with what it, can help play to these players' strengths because this is not working. We're in an in-between space where we're tr- he's trying to implement a system that only maybe like four players can play at a high level consistently, and the rest of them are falling in and out of form because, you know, depending on who we play and the time of the day and, and what day of the week and the weather, they, they can do it or they can't, you know, and I just can't get over it. I just... I don't think I'm going to get over this. I really really don't, you guys. Like I'm I try to be as positive as possible, but I am just not I can't get over this. What I watched say, I wanted to turn off in the first 5 minutes cuz I was like I cannot believe out of Roma, Villarreal and Manchester United and Arsenal, we're the team that needs this the most and we played like the team that needed it the least. And I don't give a crap what the lineup looks like and what the tactics are. I expect you to at least play like you give a crap. And those players were passive. They were playing within themselves. They didn't look like they could be asked. And we didn't have a leader out there. It was just sad and pathetic. And they really need to have a, a hard look in the mirror and just ask themselves, like, do you even want to be here? You know. And um, that should be the last time that we see Danny Ceballos in our snow uniform as well. I just don't understand why the kid continues to get chances he played well in a couple of games and then he starts, God, it's just horrible, you know? So, yeah. So yeah, you guys, um, what's today? It feels like a weekend, but it's not, but tomorrow we're going dark on social media for, um, to say no to racism and solidarity with that. So I won't be on social media. I know I'm going to be doing the, you are my arsenal podcast. And so you'll, um, You may not hear from me, but it will be coming out, and I don't know. I'll probably just – if you don't see me on social media, maybe you'll see me here. I'm not sure. I need to see if we're going dark on YouTube as well because I didn't really see that. I just saw it was on social media, you know, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. But um, as mad as you guys are, you know, maybe like the video, subscribe to the channel. (laughs) That would be awesome. And, um, oh, I see some questions before I leave. Let me answer some of these. Velocinac says, which coach would would be a one you'd like to replace Arteta? Probably Ten Hag. Um, I think we would be, if we're smart, we try to get him before Spurs do because he's the only one that really fits the criteria of enough experience and um, managing good good experienced players and young players at the same time is ready for the next step in his career. I don't think he's somebody that players like William and maybe some of the more senior players would be able to get away with some of the things that they've been getting away with that he would command a little bit more respect and his style of play is more similar to our, you know, Arsenal, the Arsenal way, the way that we like to play. I know a lot of Arsenal fans want us to be more free flowing and, all that kind of stuff. So Ten Hog would be the person that I would want. And Yo-Yo says, any positives for the game? Uh, the one positive is that it's over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let me see. Um, the only positive is that we got the away goal because it keeps us alive. But any hope that I had of us winning the Europa League died today. But um, yeah, you guys, um, either way, I still... Love you guys. And I'm so glad that you guys spend some time with me. I know you guys have other places on the internet that you can be. But I appreciate that you spend time with me. And um, I will continue to content regardless of how bad Arsenal is. So you can find me here whenever I'm doing my streams. And I'll I'll see you about the whole YouTube thing if we're boycotting that well. But I'll see you guys on the next one. And bye, guys.